Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! It's the motherfucking news! Yeah! It's the news. It's the Uncharted Wrestling Podcast. We're coming at you with all the week's news, all the hottest gossip, news, rumours, etc, etc. I'm Troy, joined by Jay, as always. How are you, Treacle? I'm all right, mate. Good-o. Good-o. Sweet corn out, mate. <laughs> a time of recording. Uh, it is a Saturday, so we're going to be doing some games in a bit. Although, by the time this goes out, it might be a bit late. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to making everyone understand on Mario Kart. Well, I understand how good you are finishing last. Just, just stop it, yeah. Just yeah. let me let me yeah. bask in my moment. Play Killer Instinct. See how you go. <laughs> I've been practicing. I, I literally, when we played last time, I put the pad down for five seconds, and you still could not be able. To wow! Play. Wow! You got out <laughs> me like that. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Yeah. Dickhead. <laughs> Come on, what? We we have a laugh, don't we, mate? <laughs> We have a laugh, don't we, mate? <laughs> Speaking of dickheads, shall we talk about this first news story? Yeah, go on. Get it out of the way. All right. So, dear old Davey Meltzer wrote in the latest Wrestling Observer News that top, top dickhead Alberto Del Rio... Known shit. ...has been telling people when he, that he's returning to WWE when his legal situation regarding the alleged assault on his ex-girlfriend in San Antonio is cleared up. For what it's worth, Meltzer doesn't believe Del Rio's claim saying he'd be shocked if WWE brought him back. Why do people lie? I mean, Meltzer or Del Rio? Del Rio, but also Meltzer sometimes, but more so Del Rio. Yeah. WWE ain't having him I back mean, anytime soon. He can get to fuck. I mean, WWE brought fucking Hogan back. Yeah, there's that. Oh, I really fucking Andy, hope they don't. I really Jack hope Riker they don't. on the box. Yeah. Uh, they're known, they're known for it, aren't they? <laughs> the, yeah, they kept Velveteen Dream on the books for like 18 months oh. when he was accused of some very bad things. Fuck's sake. Moving I on. I wouldn't oh, be on. surprised. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I hope not, because I can't stand them, but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. Pants, yeah. should have fucking shoot stab them. They <laughs> had to fight like me. <laughs> She's got the guy that apparently stabbed Cena in a nightclub. Hey, Zeus, don't worry about it. Hey, Zeus. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, a fight has told fight. Uh, sorry, a fight has told. A source has told Fightful Select that WWE's performance on Peacock has been more exceptional, with more people watching WWE pay per view events than ever before. Within WWE, there has been criticism, however, that Peacock platform isn't as well developed as the standalone network was. I mean, that's no surprise. I, we haven't got that over here yet. It's still just the network, but I've heard nothing but terrible, terrible response. <coughs> it's coming. It is, isn't it? We're going to get it. It's going to be fucking Pe- BT Sports. launched in the UK next year, isn't it? Oh, is Peacock actually launching over here? Mm-hmm. Oh, Christ. But what's what's interesting is that it's still it's still a bit of a grey area because obviously it's BT Sports over here that has to mm. And Peacock, I think, is going to be part of Sky Packages. Oh, okay. So whether that's like 
whether that's like a conflict of interest or something, or that people. Yeah, that's going to be a, a weird one to work out between them. No idea yeah. how it's going to work. I mean, that that being said, Peacock's obviously um, owned by NBC. Hmm. Um, it's literally goes head to head with Fox, which we'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're seemingly working hand in hand, so who knows? Yeah. Um, moving on, one of the reasons David Boy Smith Jr. hasn't been used since WWE announced his signing is because he caught COVID 19. Um, Wrestling Observer says he's better and was backstage at last Friday's SmackDown draft show. Fucking hope so. Be a shame to not have him. Well, I mean, I know we'll get on eventually, but yeah, I remember we wrestled a dark match a couple of months ago. It feels like it now, like it's at least a month or so ago. Yeah, it was. It was the first show with fans back, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully sometime soon. It'd be fucking awesome to see him back on the telebox. Yeah. Oh, David by Smith. Shit, it's not a teaming with Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki and bringing back the Killer Elite squad. But Oh, yeah, that's a shame. (laughs) Next up, ringside news was told that Braun Strowman, uh, quote, keeps trying to get his job back with WWE, but they currently have no interest in signing him. Ringside News also, sorry, Ringside News also claims that Strowman's representation reached out to them to say that they've had talks with WWE since his release and his future plans will be announced soon. I mean, for me, it's going to impact. Yeah. Also, it's Ringside News, so, you know. Pinch of salt and all that. Take it with a fucking a, a freighter of salt. <laughs> Yeah, because usually their exclusives are exclusively bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As I, say, I, th- I think I, see, I, I see more an impact. I think he's a good fit for impact. He's also did that thing. He did the um, free the narrative recently with ECW, and that's got some rave reviews. Apparently, it's ECW. Sorry, EC three. Fuck me. <laughs> Look, it's been a I long know, night, I, mate. I it's it's, it's half it. eight. I'm fucking balls deep in about fifteen bottles of bud. <laughs> I'll let you off. I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, need, I need to uh, watch Free the Narrative. It's, it, he, he just released a picture of basically him standing over EC3, like EC3, like broken. He looks horrified. There's just blood on his face. Yeah, and he's just like crying. Yeah, man. Like, what have I done? Uh, also, 2.0 we're on commentary, so that should be fantastic. Yes, they it? fucking are. Yes, boy. Fucking, they, they're absolutely going to clean up in the fucking year end awards, aren't they? 2.0. <laughs> Big, oh fuck! We've got taste. that coming up soon, haven't we? The end year worlds. Only got two months, mate. Oh, big, big tasty's got a, big tasty's already got an agenda, <laughs> right? And that's to get two point as many awards as possible. <laughs> Is he going to start scripting his own fucking awards just so they can win it? He's probably going to like pitch the which which two point which two point is better NXT two point or two point and we all know the answer to that. It's, we do it's big, big magic in a uh, Uncle Jeff. <laughs> um, moving on, WrestleNomics's Brandon Thurston has stated the median age of viewers for, for this week's episode of NXT 2.0 was 62 years old. A source told Matt Men's Andrew Zarian the demo numbers are disappointing, but we are hopeful that this is just a bump in the road. NXT's goal is to att- attract. Younger viewers who are more, more in tune with current trends and pop culture. Fuck me, well that went. Fucking West, didn't it? 
I mean, they're, they're rebranding, trying to make it edgier and younger and vibrant. And you've hit a six. Like, I think it could just be like a kind of freak thing. But like, I don't know how those things work. It's just an average, isn't it? Like, if, is it just on, on that oh. one episode or like, I, I don't get it. Or is it since they've had the rebrand? Uh, I think it was just for this week's episode. There's that ah. was one, but it was just like, it was just weird that it had like suddenly that's where it up. Got, like spiked. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, I mean, you watched this week's episode for the first time since the rebrand. I don't think it's been all that bad. Like, I'd still, no. I'd still watch that overall every week, which yeah. I am. Yeah, I think the prob the problem with it with it is that it doesn't know what it wants to be. Mm. Like, it looked when it came all bright and colourful, it looked like it was going to be aimed at more younger crowd, and then they have like everyone saying shit every two minutes. Andy Rose coming out dressed in a pair of neck curtains, and yeah, yeah, uh, it's just kind of like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Mm. which is why it's, of course, fitting that it would then attract the crowd that it doesn't want to have. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it'll, it'll be fine. I'm I think sure. it will. Hey, it's just a, a freak, freak, not accident, but a, yeah, just a, a random one off. That, I, don't, I don't know the exact number, but I remember reading that the ratings have been like free falling. So. Oh, dear. Next up, Insider confirmed that Grand Metalik recently asked for his WWE release, adding to both he and Lince Dorado uh, have been spotted at television tapings waiting to speak to higher-ups about their unhappiness with how they are booked. That's mad, the fact that they're asking for their release and they're not... what. Well, firstly, they're not doing anything with them. They're continuously, and we'll get on to another point later, about tag teams, continuously splitting up tag teams and yet you've got a really fucking decent tag team there. You've got nothing for them on TV. Your tag division's already thin on the ground. And then in recent months or even the last year, you've released people that you're not using. You're not using these two. So just release them. And if you're not going to, then give them something to do. Like, it's fucking balmy. Yeah, I mean, Grand Metal League's insane. So good. So's Lindsay. No, yeah, say, no, they're both fucking awesome. Grand Metal League, I mean, some of the matches, like, imagine those two against, like, the Lucha Brothers, that'd be fucking mad. Oh, mate, fucking right. Depends on murdering a pair of them with package battle drivers. Ah, <laughs> uh, it is a shame, man. Like, I remember fucking Grand Metal League in the, the Cruiserweight Classic. It's fucking awesome in that. Yeah. And then when they had, there was that whole thing where they did the Dusty Cup and they brought them over, didn't they? And it mm. was like, oh, okay, like, get a bit more screen time. And obviously when... They did that thing a few months back where they tried to repackage them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, tried to repackage them, change the mind, just stop fucking using them. Yeah. Ah, pish. Neither were drafted either, so I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if we no, saw them no. soon. Um, yeah, it is. It's a fucking waste, isn't it? Mm, really is. I saw, I saw a thing on Twitter, actually, and it was, like, listing how much, like, TV time WWE has and compared to, like, AW and the roster size. Yeah. And WWE only has three hours more than AEW. Obviously, Dark and Dark Elevation kind of, like, differentiate on the length of the show. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's just kind of like a ballpark for AEW, but WWE, they've got nine hours. AEW got six hours, roughly. Mm. WWE have... 
almost double the roster size of AEW. Fuck me. For three hours. So And, and they can't get more yet, they literally <laughs> have people who just sit around doing fuck all. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christ. So, yeah, that, that, show, that shows how much bloat there is in WWE, though. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, WWE is aware their events in Saudi Arabia are seen as a very big house show with no longer-term repercussions, says Matt Men's Andrew Zarian, our good friend. Good friend good of the friend. podcast. <laughs> um, they want to change that with this year's Crown Jewels, so expect the show to impact television storylines more. Well, obviously, the the well, the blowing off the edge and uh, Rollins feud. Yeah, going to be a hell of a sell match. Yeah, uh, a Crown Royal. We might have to fucking watch this, might we? <laughs> I feel like it might have to. There's, it, it there's looks a couple more, that I'm quite invested in now. It looks like a more stacked card than um, SummerSlam. Extreme Rules. <laughs> Right, mate, fucking Raw this week was a more stat card than Extreme Rules was. Yeah. Come on now. Dark Elevation um, was probably a more stat card than Extreme Rules was. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> Dark, I mean, Dark Elevation next week's got the Blue Meaning Crowbar on, so that's... Well, there you go. There you go. I know what I'm watching. <laughs> Blue Meanie having a fucking stare down with Joey Janela. That's <laughs> boy. I mean, um, I guess it's good they're putting a bit more emphasis because they they are just, they are just house shows. They are just a bit of nonsense, and they're, they're never part of canon, if you like. But if if they're going the direction of kind of trying to integrate them a bit more, I guess it's good. It's, I mean, it's still it still doesn't take away from the fact that it's over there and it's all a little bit underhand. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, sticking well, with they'll do, it. they'll do it in Newcastle soon. Now they own them. <laughs> Sticking with Crown Jewel, um, when discussing the card for that pay-per-view, uh, Dave Meltzer said Goldberg has a specific deal with the Saudi shows, moving his match with Bobby Lashley off the 21st of October event to an episode of television would cost Goldberg millions. So he's just there for the big dollar. I mean, that's an obvious one to me. Yeah. Like, he's, he's not coming there to wrestle on fucking Raw every week. Like... Put him on over your big Saudi events where there's big money or one of your big four. Mm. Well, yeah, he literally only wrestled really on the big four. Well, Mania or SummerSlam. Rumble. He was at the Rumble, wasn't he? Him and Drew. Oh, shit. He was on the Rumble this year, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah in, so a, big... in a not too bad match with Drew. Except for when he nearly killed Drew with a jackhammer. Like, yeah, don't worry nearly... about that bit. Don't worry about that Like, bit. When, the way he nearly kills everybody with a jackhammer is like... Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, while we're on the subject of Goldberg and Saudi Arabia, did you see what EC3 said? Um, no. About it. He said the day that uh, Goldberg um, beat the Fiend in Saudi Arabia was the day that wrestling died. Fucking hell. I mean, Jesus. He's not wrong, is he? I mean, he's not wrong, but... Ooh. If there were any bridges left for him to come back, they have been well and truly burnt. <laughs> I mean, he do, he doesn't want to go back. No, he doesn't. No, I know he doesn't. <laughs> the the fact the fact that the whole like free your narrative thing is just literally him just insane. going fuck you WWE. <laughs> him going look how talented these people that you had on your books were. Yeah. Let them show you how talented they were. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one's gonna have Bray as well. The which one? The third one's gonna have Bray. Oh, child. Braun's already like said he wants to do he wants to do what the Swamp Man. This one fight should have been. Oh, yes. Over here in the banks of the Thames. 
<laughs> or the River Mersey. I was going to say the Mersey. It's more like a fucking swamp. <laughs> or the Tyne. <laughs> or the Tyne. <laughs> or the D. Um, or the River anyway. Avon, for any listeners from the Midlands. I know Gareth listens to this. He's from Coventry. He'll get the River Avon reference. It's fine. Is that where Stratford's, Stratford's upon? That's correct. Yes. Yes, it is. That's right. That's that's right. I know shit, mate. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) The clues in the fucking name. Of course, it's on the Avon. (laughs) No, just segueing into Shakespeare because we're going to talk about some Shakespearean gimmicks now. We're not fucking not Shakespeare. Um, Jesus. (laughs) Based on, I haven't seen his promo on Raw yet, so I need no, to know. No, I. I was meaning to check it out um, before we started recording this. <laughs> I forgot. Based on Jeff Hardy's promo on Monday's Raw and an interview with the NC Culture State podcast, he, where he talked about the character, there's a lot of speculation Hardy could use his Willow gimmick on SmackDown. Lucky didn't, that, didn't, didn't that go down like a lead weight when he first debuted? Didn't he debut at like Ring of Honor and they just shat on it? Or did he come out as nah, that Willow, in Ring of Honor? Willow, Willow, he debuted in Impact. Okay. Um, he did. He, he had it when he when the Hardys had Omega Pro Wrestling, their like backyard thing. He had a character called Willow the Wisp. Right. Um, he he wrestled as that in Ring of Honor and got booed out of the fucking building. Oh dear. Because I don't know much of his Jeff Hardy. Say again. They just wanted to see Jeff Hardy. Right. Right. I don't know much about his Willow gimmick. I know it's obviously from TNA and it's his whole, like it's sort of black and white face paint. They had the weird umbrella and the, the trench coat. Yeah, that, that, that's your background. There you go. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what it was. It it was odd. It's one of those things, like if he if he uses it, like kind of kind of like the demon. Sparing. Yeah, I think it could be cool. But when he was like literally wrestling as Willow all the time, it was like, this is a bit shit. Loses its shine. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. when he when he'd pop up as Willow every now and again in like the uh, the broken universe stuff, it was like, all right, that's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Matt Hardy threw him in the lake of reincarnation. He just popped out the lake dressed as Willow. That's pretty cool. That was quite good. We won't get yeah. that now. Because no. Brother Matt is elsewhere. Yeah. Plus they're should. not even the best. They're not even the best Matt and Jeff tag team anymore, are they? <laughs> wow <laughs> Rocksteady and Bebop Rocksteady and Bebop <laughs> but Next yeah, up it's, oh, go on, mate. It'll be interesting to see If they do Willow I think WWE will butcher it Because I don't think Vince will understand what it is no. much, much like Brogan Mahardy And much like anything Bray Wyatt's done In the yeah. last like six years Yeah, just goes over his head mm. Um, speaking of stuff we don't want to see, uh, Drew McIntyre rekindled talk of a match with boxing champ Tyson Fury in a recent interview with Sports Keeda. The belief is that this could anchor a proposed UK pay per view. Fuck me, don't have it anchor SummerSlam. Jesus Christ. If they mean by anchor, put it at the bottom of the card and have it like, have no one care about it, yeah, sure. Put it on the pre show. They won't put Fury on the pre show, would they? Nah, I also don't want it as the headliner. He'd want to be the main event. The thing is, though, surely if they're going to do this proposed UK pay-per-view, which, taking it as it's going to be SummerSlam at the Principality Stadium in Cardiff next year, surely Drew's in the main event of that. 
And surely if Drew's in the main event of a pay-per-view, he's taken, I don't know, the Universal title? Ooh, I hope not. Why? Drew taking the Universal title of Roman. Yeah, in the UK. Do it. Nah. Biggest pop going. Nah. What do you headline a UK pay-per-view? What do you headline the first major UK pay-per-view in fucking 20-plus years? What do you headline that with then? To show a video of uh, Bulldog vs. Brett from SummerSlam like <laughs> on the street. You're not going to let the fans go ha- go home happy with the fucking... Get get two pack holograms and have Bret Hart and Bulldog just have the match over again. Awesome. Yeah, sweet. Book it. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd say I've... Know, the fans go home happy if like they have Biggie defend the title at the end and celebrate. Mm. Celebrate with the boys. Drew's got to win a title, maybe the US title. Also, they could have Becky main events with the with the women's belt. It could. It could. She's, that's true. She's technically she's technically from these parts. Hang on, who have they got? That's Welsh. But they're really going to go to fucking town. Um, Mark Andrews. Nah, don't worry about it. Wow, no. Subculture headline in fucking subculture headline. SummerSlam. Mark Andrews fucking beating Roman in a squash match. Don't think so, mate. <laughs> they, they could they could have literally Roman just like smashing Mark Andrews' head into the mat. That'd be amazing. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Fucking love that. <laughs> Nothing more. Wow. Um speaking of the performance center, um, we were, but you know, we are now. Uh, according to BW's data. Mark Andrews is mainly seen around the performance center, albeit in the UK, but yeah. Yeah, just fucking when he's getting like, when he's getting bullied by it. Sam Gradwell. <laughs> yeah, doing fucking graffiti like <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um anyway, according to PW Insider, Ken Doan, formerly known as Kenny Dykstra of the Spirit Squad, is now coaching at the WWE Performance Center. It's also been revealed according to Dave Meltzer that um Alison Danger has been hired as a coach at uh, the WWE Performance Center as well. Nice. Um, I'm not familiar with Alison Danger. Obviously, I know Kenny. Kind of she's um, predominantly was in Ring of Honor and Shimmer. Uh, she's okay. Steve Carino's younger sister. Oh. And Steve Carino is also a trainer at the Performance Center. Nice. Um, it, it's interesting that they're trying to like get away from like the sort of indie style. Um, they've got Alison Danger and Sarah Ramato teaching the women. Able to wrestle, but they're like two of the most indie fucking wrestlers. Indie wrestlers got. going, yeah, yeah. They like literally are like pioneers of like women's wrestling from like the two thousands. Yeah, but yeah, sure. Let's not let's not fucking talk about that. Let's 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 differentiate. Well, let's let's distance ourselves from indie wrestling. <laughs> According to PW Insider, WWE considered splitting up the street profits in this year's draft. Montez Ford would have gone to Raw while Angelo Dawkins would have remained on SmackDown. Instead, they split up T-Bar and Mace. How about don't split up any of your tag teams? You know what? I'd, I'd have talked them splitting up Street Profits. Wow. I would have. Did you Get see, to did fuck. You, did you see Montez Ford's singles match against fucking Roman? What? No. He had a singles match against Roman? Yeah, on like main event at SmackDown. It was amazing. Was it actually? It was actually amazing. Montez Ford, like... Is, in my opinion, is being held back by the Street Profits now. Wow. If I'd have asked you a year ago, would you have said that? Yeah, Montez Ford's amazing. I've not seen that yet. When was that? Last week? Um, week before? It was the week before the draft. Oh, I need to start watching Smackdown a bit again. 
two weeks ago. Wow, fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, like, Very I'll be funny. honest, I just, well, not well, I'm just, yeah, don't split up tag teams. It's fucking mental. You've barely got any tag teams. Stop splitting them up. Well, also, you, you've got two guys that are in a tag team in the Lucha House bike that are both asking for their release. Why then split up another tag team? It doesn't matter if it's T-Bar and Mace or the Street Profits. Just stop splitting up tag teams. If you're going to split up T-Bar and Mace, fine. But have fucking T-Bar back as fucking Dijakovic. Stop pissing about. He's he now. He is. He keeps changing his name. Have you seen that as well? I have, yeah. So it's like, it was TD last I looked. Okay. And he said, it's time to feast your eyes. So I reckon he's going to change it from TD Yes, boy. And just refer to himself as Dominic Dijakovic again and start fucking doing fucking murder knees to people. Start having banging matches with Keith Lee again. Yeah. Nah, he won't be allowed to do that. He's too big. He's not allowed to do a backflip. See the size? <laughs> you can't do a can't do a fucking Spanish fly with him. You're both too big. Behave. What are you <laughs> talking about? That man is nearly seven foot. Why is he doing flips? <laughs> you can't do flips if you're seven foot. You just need to club them. Um, <laughs> Moving on, uh, ringside news uh, also says that while NXT and Raw will be using more profanity on TV, um, that won't be the case for SmackDown. So, are they positioning SmackDown as the family show then? In that case, I think the US network, the USA network, have just kind of said, Yeah, you, you, you're in the time slot where you're allowed to do it. Yeah, it's weird, like, because uh, obviously it's dependent on the time slot you're allowed to say a certain amount within. A certain time, I think. Like in the, I, I think it, it used to be on Raw. Like the last hour, they would get away with like mm. dropping an occasional shit in there. I remember it was MVP a while back dropped like bullshit into a promo once. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Dana Baszler said she was gonna uh, gonna break. Oh, what was she? She said something like, "I'm I'm gonna break the break shit or something like that." Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. The, the future Queen's crown holder. You fucking best win that. Aaron Woods needs to win them. Yeah. Have you seen the bracket? Yeah, we're well getting Woods and Kofi in the same. We're absolutely getting Woods and Kofi. I mean, Woods and fucking Ricochet should bang. Yeah. And then Woods I, and Kofi. I've got a feeling Woods isn't winning. Oh, don't say that. I, I mean, he's going to be facing Balor in the final. Finn Balor. The prince is going to become the king. Please no. And he's absolutely coming out as the demon king anyway. Because it's I mean, Saudi Arabia, and that's what uh, they pay for. Uh, the bracket on, is what, Ray Mysterio against Sami Zayn, Cesaro against Finn Balor, uh, Sammy, Kofi King, Sammy Sammy Jinder and, Mahal, and Woods against Ricochet. Sami and Finn won their, their matches. Oh, did they? Yeah, Sammy isn't allowed to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, so that already pretty guarantees Finn. Isn't allowed or chooses not to. Isn't allowed because he's Syrian. Oh. They won't, oh, they, won't they won't let him because he's Syrian. Literally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, in fairness, if they did let him, he'd probably say no anyway. Yeah. That's why that's why Kevin Owens wouldn't do it though, as well, because he like was it was like kind of a sunny unity with Sammy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Brian say the same thing. Brian refused yeah. to wrestle over there. Yeah. And Cena. And Cena. Fair play. All right. Uh, next up, uh, sticking with the draft. Uh, many of the draft picks announced on Talking Smack over the weekend um, found out they were switching brands via social media, reports PW Insider. A WWE source, however, defended that 
by saying that the moves won't take effect for several weeks. I mean, that isn't defending it. Also, what a shitty way to be told that your shift rotor is changing. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Are you working Tuesdays or are you working Fridays? I oh, know I won't tell you in person. Just find out on Twitter. What the fuck? Yeah, I know Woods has put something up before where he found out he's got a ma- like found out matches and on Twitter. Wow, nonsense. Mm. Um, <clears throat> moving on. PW Insider head talk that Walter could be used more outside of NXT UK. He's currently in the United States. <clears throat> I know um, Drew said he wants to face Walter on Raw, didn't he? Yes. Give me give me Walter, Drew and Sheamus in a triple threat and just have them slap just the have, piss out of each other. Just have Walter murder Drew and then just go on a tear. And then Sheamus come out and be like, ah, that's my friend, buddy. And they just take it in turns to chop the hairs off each other's chest. Just have, just have Walter chop everybody, as, chop his way to Biggie. <laughs> Walter's chop world tour. Yeah, and then Biggie <laughs> made as Walter. Well, just one, one big ending. You know, yeah, only ever needs one, mate. <laughs> With just, just, just one rainmaker. Just the one. Um, yeah, just fucking use Walter more. Stop dicking about. Fuck me. Yeah. But a guy that you've put on there is like the fucking the longest reigning champion of the modern era, and now you've suddenly got nothing to do with him. Behave. Mm. Maybe, maybe they're trying to like convince him to go, go to me. And he's like, nah, fuck that noise. He, he's like, no, because he reckons he'll get to me and Vince will have him, come, have him come out in a fucking Nazi uniform like Christ. within a week. Yeah. Make him more and more like Hitler. <laughs> Even though he's Austrian, it's fine. So it's Hitler. Oh, yes, he was. All right, my bad. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, ending on some sad news for, for WWE NXT. Uh, this week, unfortunately, Reggie Parks passed away at the age of 87. Fightful said, uh, most known, uh, th- sorry, most known the name Reggie Parks for his iconic championship belts, including the winged eagle design for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. This particular WWE Championship was used between February 1988 and March 1998, being held by everyone from Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage to Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin. He also made the WWF Intercontinental Championship that was used uh, until 1996, the WWF Tag Team Championship and the WCW World Heavyweight Championship used in the early 90s. Um, He also created uh, some of the iconic UFC uh, and boxing belts as well. Uh, and he was actually an in-ring entertainer for three decades, working for uh, promoters like Stu Hart uh, and competing in the NWA and AWA. He enjoyed a brief stint in WWE before he transitioned into that part of his career where he became uh, a belt maker. Yeah, really, really sad news. You, when you look so, at iconic belts within, certainly within WWE, uh, the Winged Angel is, is always the one that comes to mind for me. Yeah, yeah, he's... Um... Very, very, very good belt designer indeed. Um, it's a shame uh, that it's not like it's a shame he, he wasn't put into the Hall of Fame or anything. I think while mm. he was alive because it's like it's similar things like Jim Johnston, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> created the most iconic themes in wrestling it, for yeah, the last thirty it, odd years. It's something almost that like they, they take for granted because it's there all the time. Yeah, you always see in the belts. You're always hearing the themes. And you don't, um, you, you don't like 
necessarily think too much about the people who actually put yeah. the work to make those things because obviously it goes unnoticed. <clears throat> yeah. I imagine off the back of that, could be jumping a gun, but Hall of Fame next year for that because that's, that's hugely impactful. I mean, it's a travesty yeah. that fucking Jim Johnson hasn't gone in yet, but yes, this is certainly on that same level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about some AW? Yes, mate. Speaking of people who, uh, who recognise their theme song makers, <laughs> shout out to Mikey Ruckus. Um, <clears throat> so, on Busted Open uh, this week, Mark Henry said he was concerned about the table bump pack talking the ladder match on Wednesday's Dynamite. Uh, pack had suffered, suffered a concussion about six weeks ago, and um, that was why he was he missed uh, the Andrade match uh, all out, and they had to put it back a week. Um, the AW wrestlers watching the monitors were initially concerned. Pack suffered an injury on the nasty looking dead eye. Um, however, he's been given the impression, Mark's been given the impression that Pack is all right and not badly injured. I mean, he's not going to fucking tell you if he is, is he? Nah, is he balls? <laughs> I, I went to a TNT show here in Liverpool and Pack was on it and he got a hole in his leg and carried on the match. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he just, put a, he just wrapped a bandage around it and was sat having a beer out back. As you do. Yeah, in a, sat in an ambulance with a big bandage and then a couple of days later he, he wrestled and beat Kenny Omega. Wow. Yeah. Fair Hard play. man pack. Have you seen the bump? No, I haven't. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, right. I'm, I'll have I'm a gonna, look. Send have a over. look now. Have a look now. I want live reaction. <laughs> you ping it over. I'll read this next bit. Uh, AEW announced the signing of infamous Bobby Fish after his TNT title match against Sammy Guevara on Dynamite this week. That's good. We like fucking Bobby Fish. Yep. And top, he's wrestling um, Brian Danielson on Dynamite this week. Wow. Get the fucking... Just, you know, because why not? Just because fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? Because why not? Absolutely. Have you, sent, have you sent that over yet, Dan? I'm trying to find it, mate. Oh. Well, don't worry about that. I'll look for it. You can read the next bit. I'll have a look for it. It's fine. Okay. 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 Um... In speaking with Thunder Rosa, uh, Rosa told Fightful that she was very flattered that AW founder uh, Tony Khan would buy her out of her NWA contract when it was up in a few months anyway. Uh, Fightful's learned that there was heat between NWA long before that, before, and she'd actually asked for a release in late 2020. Rosa told Fightful that Khan went above and beyond to make sure that she felt wanted and said that Khan has confidence in her abilities. Um, and Rosa and NWA are the rocky ends of their relationship. Uh, Rosa told Fightful um, by the end she was basically going directly through Pat Kenny for her work there. Damn. I, rem- I remember when she showed up in AW last year. Um, there was talk she she was signed till the end of this year, and she mm. asked she asked if she could be like released early so she could sign for AW, uh, and they said no. So Shit. she was kind of kind of there basically under like contractual obligation mm-hmm. well pretty sure like just if she doesn't want to be there she doesn't want to be there so it sounds a lot like another company mm. <laughs> especially because as well like she that like the amount of like work she put in into like kind of putting NWA back on the map yeah 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 like as the women's champion even like defending it in um in AW showing up and showing up in impact as part of NWA mm. Wrestled Diana Perazzo at um uh Slammiversary as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, 
I, I think she's she's I mean she she's getting used great in AW. She's probably yeah. one of the favorites for the next thing we're going to talk about. I imagine so. If not the favorite. Yep. Sticking with women's wrestling, AEW this week announced the TBS Championship, a women's secondary title. A tournament will take place over the next two months, and the first champion will be crowned on the first episode of Dynamite on TBS next year on January the 5th. Awesome. Good stuff. So that's their yeah. equivalent, essentially, the women's equivalent of the TNT, so their television championship. Yeah, I, I hope they um, present it similar to the TNT as well, where they have it like defended every week. Every week, yeah. Um, and all every other week, and they have like open challenges. Yeah, what, man. what they've done with the um, TNT title as well, like well, what Cody used to do and what the people outside of the organization. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like kind of lean into that. It, it's, yeah. They've got enough working relationships. It'd be cool to see like for sure on a Perazzo or a Jordan Grace show up and challenge yeah. whoever's holding the belt. Um, Wasn't um you were saying like Thunder Rosa possibly the favorite to to hold that title. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple of others, but with Thunder Rosa, doesn't she have her own promotion or her own wrestling school outside of AEW as well? Yeah, she's got her own promotion called Mission Pro Wrestling, um, which apparently she said is going to be coming on the road in um, 2022. I mean, this could be part of that if she is yeah, crowned the first CBS champion. Of, a lot of the women from that, that she's trained um, and obviously that work for it, wrestle in AEW already. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah. like mainly on dark and stuff like that. But then there's also um, th- there's also like uh, people who just kind of are like about a lot more. Like Red Velvet, for example, is mm-hmm. the one that comes to mind. She was from Thunder Rosa's school, and okay, she got got brought there. But yeah, it's de- it's definitely um, definitely a good kind of a sort of launching point for it. For sure, um, I think if it's not. If it's not Thunder Rosa, it's probably going to be Jade Cargo. Oh, not Ruby Soho. Nah, I think Ruby's going to chase her. Okay. Oh, actually, I don't know. They could, they could do what they did with like the TNT one, where they had Cody win it, and then they have like the heels chasing them. Yeah, they could have Ruby or Thunder Rosa win it, and then have like Jade. Ch- well, when Jade gets it, she just murders whoever. They go down the route where they've got, say, for example, so. In the men's title pitch, you've got a heel world champion, a face TNT champion. I know Britt Baker's over as fuck, but are they not? Do they not still try and kind of position her more as a heel than a face? So in that case, if she's a heel, is it a face winning the TBS championship? Possibly, but then they, they also had like Miro and Kenny as two heel. That's true. That's true. Yeah, of course, that. of course. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, either way, it's interesting and it's it's cool to see that. Secondary championship coming. I think it's I think it's much needed. And I think there's always been talk of this, like the women's division doesn't get enough airtime. If you're gonna put a second yeah. championship in there, there's now no excuse not to to present them well. Yeah, Bra- Brandy Rhodes of all people made a fucking really good point actually, saying mm. about how like Tony Khan kind of by it was weird, it was like by him not really putting much of an emphasis on the women's division, he allowed it to grow without too much pressure on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that then when sense. when there was a lot of people who were ready to kind of step up, mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, actually, this this is very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've I've sent you that dead eye over by the way, look. Thanks, darling. If you want to, if you want to just have a little look at Pack nearly dying. I'll have, um, a, I'll have a goose. Here we are. 
Load up then. Right. And then we'll, while you're looking at that, we'll talk about the rest of the world. Um, oh, Lord of mercy. Yeah, those are murder. Oh, um, oh dear. You also took a fucking sunset bomb through a table as well after that. As you do. Just, just you know, for reasons. That Known like, hard yeah. man pack. Harder than a coffin nail pack. Human, <laughs> human tortilla chip pack. <laughs> um, so moving on to the rest of the world, uh, Fightful's learned whoa, that. Emma- whoa, 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 whoa. There's one Shit. more point now, mate. There is an AW one. I forgot about that and I put it in. Silly me. <laughs> um, AW have announced the return of the AW Championship Eliminator Tournament with the final set to take place at full gear. Um, nice. Obviously, Hangman and Kenny is going to be finally happening at full gear. Yeah. And Hangman's absolutely winning that bells. It's time. You know this. It's been, it's been time since like May, though, hasn't it? Like mm. They could have pulled the trigger on Hangman since May. Yeah. I think they were, they were smart to do the whole... The whole oh yeah, back of the line, and then he him come back and win this. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of like force his way to the front of the line. Yeah. Um with a way that Kenny can't get out of it. Yeah. Um who do you reckon is gonna be winning that? The eliminated tournament. Yeah. They haven't announced anyone for it yet, have they? They haven't. They've heavily teased MJF Derby. Um Things with them, MJF and Darby, maybe Jungle Boy and Sammy as well. I imagine Danielson, Adam Cole, and um, Punk are probably going to be in it. Yeah, I'm going to check it out and just say Miro, just because I want to do big things with Miro. I think he had a really, really, really solid reign with the TNT Championship. He's not going to go into suddenly the tag division. He hasn't got much else to do. Fucking put him in the world title picture for a bit. Why not? Doesn't have to win it, but I think he's deserving of it. I think Miro, if Miro is in the world title pitch, though, he needs to destroy the champion. Yeah, rightly so. Even if he holds... Snap snap Hangman in half. Even if he holds it for like a month and then loses it back, he needs to like... He needs to do that. Eviscerate whoever he faces. I think it could be MJF. It's not a bad shot at all. Purely because I've got the theory that Hangman's winning the title and then MJF's going to like beat him in his first defence because you know Hangman's not allowed nice things yeah yeah poor <laughs> <laughs> <All> Hangman we can we can talk about that now that's fine that's alright mate don't worry about it um, Fightful has learned MLW's deal uh, sorry MLW had a deal with Fox's streaming platform Tubi or Tubby I mean, assume it's Tubi, T-U-B-I. Uh, but when WWE found out about the deal, a planned August announcement was called off. The future of MLW on Tubi is now in question. I, I mean, mean, at one point, weren't WWE meant to have some working relationship with MLW? That they've had, they've had talks with MLW, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen now, considering it seems like MLW are working with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've got... They've got like Will Ospreay's actually going and be wrestling for MLW soon, isn't he? Um, yeah, man. They've got a working relationship with New Japan or Japan because Tajiri's the middleweight champion. More um, on that later. More on that later. Um, <laughs> AW um, as well because they've got like guys like Lee Moriarty and Bobby Fish who work mm-hmm. for both. Um, and obviously, a lot of like promotions in Mexico, Puerto Rico. Um, and impact. So 
I think if MLW were to work with WWE on something, it would probably hamstring their um their like working relationships with other companies and mm. in tech limit severely limit their roster. Yeah, yeah. So unless they were like getting guys sent down to them to like get them ready for NXT 2.0, what would mm. the point be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um moving on. Uh, Fightful Select broke down the return of uh, World of what was it, it Women of Wrestling? Women of Wrestling, isn't it? The think so, yeah, yeah. Wow, we'll call it Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. In, in an update, um, they said in an update, we're told that there is a significant network backing the new Wow project uh, with the help of a major network. Wow seems like it's back on track for a return. Fightful's head of a press event uh, scheduled this week, which happened on Wednesday during Dynamite. Um. Involvement Tessa Blanchard Ooh. and another, another wow women of wrestling veteran to announce the relaunch that turned out to be the beast who was the former champion. I think she was the champion, like when they last ran the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, wrestling, where, where are we? Oh, to, to announce the relaunch, which we've been told, told is not supposed to take place until well into 2022. Viacom has been involved with the project. The, the pro- product, although we're not sure uh, to what extent or what platform is slated for WoW to return. After the group lost the television deal with Access, Fightful was told by numerous people who were involved in the product that there had been no contact with WoW in the year plus and they, that they'd been absent from the public scene. Within WoW, there were numerous accusations of bullying from Blanchard, who wrestled one who has wrestled one match since April 2020. Uh, it's also come out... Um, earlier today that Tessa Blanchard has got the role of casting director, which basically means she's going to be assembling the roster. Oh, jeez. So I imagine them to pretty much build it around Tessa. Mm. Um, oh. oh, it's a shame because she's very, very good. She's just she's extremely a bit of a dick. She's just a shitty human being. Yeah. Which uh. is a shame because her dad's the man. Mm. Awesome. Tully. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's um, a shame I, that like this this kind of thing, this women of wrestling thing has been marred by the fact that she's a part of it. Because this should be a really big thing to kind of celebrate and be excited for, but yeah. It's tainted I, I feel, for me. It, yeah, it's one of those things. I feel like I'm gonna wait to see what the roster looks like. Because if there's like I know there's a rumor that the inspiration formerly the iconics are gonna be on there. If they're on there, I'll watch it for them. <laughs> yeah. Um they, I know they they've been kind of linked with there and impact. Um but yeah, it, it's just I don't know, Ted, just just like even, even them releasing the t-shirts, it's like what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm, like the, the nuclear. Know. Yeah, they released the shirt which was for Tessa Blanchard, which just said nuclear on it. Obviously, because nuclear heat and oh and it's like, yeah, m- maybe like kind of Make amends for being a shitty person. Don't try and fucking rub it in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, like e- even like with the with the girls she like was racially abused. Like she get the the girls she racially abused. Uh, oh, I think it's La Rosa Negra or something like that. Mm. Um, she came out and said, like we we've, we've spoken in 
uh, private. We like kind of buried the hatchet. Mm. Uh, she apologized, but then she never ever publicly ad- Tessa herself never publicly addressed it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the person. So you're supposed to just accept that's fine without kind of a public yeah, acknowledgement. The, the pay- and I mean, she of course it's the taper prerogative whether she wants to publicly address it. Hmm. There's not like a there's not like a law that says like oh yeah you're a public figure you've no you've done the shitty thing you need to address it. But if you're gonna time, go back into the fucking public eye, if you're gonna go back into wrestle and you want people to fucking accept you, come out not, and just like it's not hard. It's not hard to apologize and say oh yeah I I, I realized I was wrong. <laughs> I've done gone fucked up. Yeah, Soz and that. <laughs> nah, it's fucking nonsense, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm not thrilled to see that, especially as I say, with the way it's been handled. Um, see what the roster looks like. If the, if there's people that genuinely interest me, I'll probably check it out. Mm. Someone that does interest me, however, they may not be interesting in the capacity that they're in. Uh, PW Insider notes that AJ Lee hasn't shown any interest in wrestling again. Her new role within uh, WoW is less likely to interrupt her Hollywood projects than a more time-consuming position in WWE or AEW would. So it's a shame. Like, I mean, we might well see her in the ring or something, but from that, it sounds like possibly not. Well, Punk said that and next fucked, didn't he? Oh, really? Yeah, he said, like, he said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, bank on seeing a wrestling. He, he was like, because they asked him if if he'd want to see her wrestling for AW. He was like, no, because I know her next foot. Oh. And ah, it was like, enough. oh, well. That, there goes that then. That makes sense. But then she's also um she's also said like she she reckons she'd get cleared. She just doesn't know if she'd want to. Um, yeah. I Fair think enough. she said she's they said she's gonna be a commentator. Okay. And, uh, Obviously, she's a producer as well for it. Uh-huh. Oh, she—I assume she's probably going to be like the head head of creative, yeah. comment um, and commentating will be cool. Uh, if she's anything like her husband on commentary, she'll be fantastic. Because mm-hmm. Pepsi Man's good on commentary. <laughs> um, well, let's move on now from one WWE ECW talent to another. Um, oh dear. Former, for, what a segue that was. <laughs> <laughs> Former TNA wrestling tag team champion, the Wildcat Chris Harris, formerly known as Braden Walker, was arrested on um, Tuesday, October the 5th, 2021 in Kenton County, Kentucky. Harris, 46, was charged with operating a motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol and also failure to produce an insurance card. Oh, you donkey. Oh, the mighty have fallen. It's mad. <laughs> yeah. It's mad that, like, when he went to WWE... um. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the breakout guy from, like, America's Most Wanted and James Storm's not going to be, like, the one to do anything else. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, look, look at the look at the, uh, the sort of way that's turned out. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Dear, oh, oh. dear. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Fightful Select notes that Impact Wrestling is apparently upping its pursuit of Bray Wyatt by having a member of the roster who was familiar with him reach out to do some recruiting. Bray Wyatt's non-compete clause is still ongoing uh, as he was released just over two months ago and question marks are flying as to where he's going to end up. It was reported this week that it was expected that Bray was going to join Impact Wrestling, though that was never explicitly stated by Brian Alvarez himself. 
who sourced uh, who was sourced in the story. However, Fightful has been told by sources close to Wyatt that no deal with Impact Wrestling is in place or close. However, uh, it was confirmed that Impact has interest in Wyatt and had asked for a member of the roster familiar with him to reach out in an effort to recruit him. As of now, there's no solid indication uh, that they've got any particular company. Uh, sorry, that any particular company. Um, sorry, there's no solid indication we've got from any particular company as to where Wyatt uh, will land. Yeah, I I think I think AEW seems pretty. Yeah. Set in stone, doesn't it? He seems, and this isn't to discredit Impact, but he seems too big for Impact. Yeah, I mean, Impact are doing really well. They are. They've just knocked the viewership. Yeah. And Uh, someone like that, you don't put on some, you don't put on a program that doesn't have those viewership numbers. But then the the flip of that, the flip side of that would be... I know what you're going to say. He'd be someone to draw in viewers. Would, but also you're gambling on one guy to bring in the viewers, and if he doesn't, he's then stuck there. Yeah, I don't know. The, 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 I mean, based on the based on the sort of complete and utter outrage that WWE released Bray in the first place, like everybody, yeah, was like, "What have you done, <laughs> lunatics?" Yeah. Um, and he'd have the creative freedom to do what he wants in Impact. Mm-hmm. I think he'd he'd have a a modicum of freedom in AW, but obviously it all does come down to if Tony Khan wants to do. Yeah. But then you look at like Malachi Black, for example, as someone who's like a really creative storyline. Yeah. Literally like demolished their fucking top baby face mm-hmm. and just like just gone on a tear. And now he's just like doing the cut some of the coolest shit. Yeah, man. Like that, that fucking Undertaker thing he did where he just appeared behind Dante Martin this week. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and they've already started teasing that we might be getting Leo Rush versus uh, Malachi, which... Oh. Oof, oh, stop it. Oh. They, they, they did a little teaser on Rampage for uh, Leo Rush and Malachi and Leo Rush and Punk, and I was just like, you fucking dirty bastards. <laughs> In like the same <laughs> sentence as well. I was like, oh, my God. I can only we, get so erect. If we get Malachi... <laughs> First the black heart, I'm, I'm fuck me, that'll be amazing. Yes, just all the spooky kicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and someone who I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about standing any. Well, I, I think he'd be, he'd do well in Impact because Impact will land the horses at the moment. I think he would. Um, there's also been a heavily, heavy links of Braun Strowman going to um, going to Impact and um. He start he started teasing that he's made a deal somewhere. He said he's talking to every company that's got three letters. Um so I mean Braun Strowman's the TNT Extreme Wrestling Confirm. Hey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think impact seems like a logical fit for him. I think as as I say, they've got like uh, guys like Big Cast there and yeah. um, Moose and all the other all the other big Moose. big boys. Yeah. Fun fact about Moose, which I found out before. Um, him and Biggie played against each other in college football. Really? Yeah. Fucking ours. Moose, like two- Moose saw a picture and tweeted Biggie going, Oh no way, this is you. I played against you. <laughs> and Biggie like two was houses like, running into each other. Yeah. Two buildings fighting each what other. Did, what did Biggie say? Biggie said, Yeah, I was meaning to ask you about this. <laughs> and they were having a little chat about college football. It was lovely. Ah, that's lovely. 
Yeah. So talk about the forbidden door, eh? <laughs> Uh, moving on, penultimate bit of rest of the world news. Uh, PCO is returning to GCW in December when his Ring of Honor contract expires. Speaking to Pat Laparade, PCO clarified the details of his DC- GCW deal. He said, I will not be exclusive with GCW, but I will have to prioritize them. In all, we are talking about 40 shows for 2022. It's still lots of shows with guys like John Moxley, Matt Cardona, Joey Janela and company. I can't wait and I'm excited to start with GCW. That's pretty cool. Yeah, PCO um, kind of got like his, his sort of like new lease on life. When a he bit of a revival. In. Yeah, he, um, it was at Joey Janela's spring break. He wrestled yeah. Walt. Yeah. And, uh, which is an, an amazing match and a guy PCO's age shouldn't be able to do some half the shit that he does. <laughs> Because uh, he's he's in like his fifties and he can like moon salt and he's a big fucker. Mm. Uh, yeah, it this is really cool. Um, it's it's cool to see like that. It it's kind of well, there, there's just a lot of like really interesting matches we can get with PCO, isn't it? Like, yeah. PCO Nick Gage would be fucking wild. You know, for a fat PCO is going to get the fucking car battery out with that. Um, <laughs> Fuck's sake! And also weirdly, like in Ring of Honor, the didn't always bring Destin in, who's like his little manager that comes out with the car battery. And like when PCO gets knocked out, he like gets like he gets like shocked with the car battery and then sits up like the Undertaker. Awesome. <laughs> they, they started they started um started putting him with Danhausen for a bit as well, which was which was very good. But very good, yeah, very evil. And I imagine Danhausen's been doing some stuff with GCW recently as well. I imagine they'll yeah, probably yeah. keep doing it there. Um yeah, this is very cool. Though. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really fun matches PCO could have. Yeah, in GCW, and I'm looking forward to see what he does. Absolutely, and I want, I want him to go more bonkers than he already is. <laughs> also, just the last thing on PCO. Have you seen there the video of him doing the one chip challenge? No, it's fucking incredible. I'll look that up. He, he, it's on wrestling with regret. He like literally, he just kind of goes into like a catatonic state. <laughs> the spice has got too much for him oh, and they're like, like are you okay and he's like yes <laughs> <laughs> um, and final month at MLW Fightland Tajiri made his debut to become the new MLW World Middleweight Champion in a fatal four-way match versus Myron Reed the, the reigning champion Aramis and Eres um yeah, this is this come out of fucking nowhere. Fucking all the way left field. They had, they had loads of like random surprise debuts there. They had like Warhorse show up. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, he lost, but he still Warhorse show. Yeah, yeah. He, that he is awesome. It. Yeah. Uh, also, same events. The Meat Castle himself, Alex Hammerstone, became the new MLW World Heavyweight Champion by defeating Jacob Fatu. He now holds both the World Championship and the National Championship. Um, top, top lad, Alex Hammerstone. Batu uh, held that belt for 950 days. Fucking hell, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Apparently, that was a banger of a match as well. Hammerstone um, and Batu. It would be because it's just like two buildings fighting each other. Big meat <laughs> men. <laughs> two butchers. Like butchers' uh, buildings. Two buildings full of meat hitting each other. Yeah. Hammerstone's <laughs> like what Brock could have been if he didn't come through the WWE system. He like yeah. just wrestled like round Japan first. And his, uh, 
is Jacob Fatu what Roman Reigns could have been had he not come through the WWE system? No, Jacob Fatu is Jacob Fatu. You may come on. The real head of the table. Real head of the table. Well, he said he 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 was quite like diplomatic about it. He said there. Uh, he said, "Oh, my my table is like just across the restaurant from Roman's table." <laughs> so I'm at the head of my table. I'm looking over at Rome and being the head of his, which is quite cool. Like nice. That's a nice nod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. I wonder if this signal signifies Jacob Fatu going somewhere else. Oh. He's been doing a lot more with GCW recently. It has. I'd like to see him out. So I'd like to see him. Yeah. I'd, I'd be a big, big fan of him. Those. I saw him at an indie show in Texas a couple of years ago and he was fucking awesome and he's an absolute fucking beast as well. Yeah. He's so good. So good. In fact, I've got a photo with him and he's fucking massive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he is phenomenal. Like, yeah. he, he's a, as I say, he's a guy who should be somewhere much, much more bigger than he is. Hmm. Um, And he's, he's like been like kind of the standard bearer for MLWs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Hammerstone are like the two sort of like flagship guys for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't wouldn't be upset if he showed up and uh, come through the forbidden door and just had a house fight with Miro. <laughs> um, or anyway, I, I imagine I imagine he's, as I say, I imagine he's going to do a lot more GCW. Yeah. I'm surprised if he's shown up for the like Indian companies. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Sweet. That's if the news. Uh, we've got no questions, and those fuckers are playing Knockout City. So, should we go and make some people understand? Let's go and make them understand. Thanks for listening, guys. If you've got any questions for the next episode of the news, or in fact any other episode that we record week to week, give us a shout on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod or on Discord, where we've got a really good community at Untitled Rest Pod. Also. We're off to go and play some games on our Twitch channel, which if you don't already follow, give us a shout on there, which is also at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you next time, guys. All the best. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. (laughs) 